Welcome to the Faith Lighthouse Church message of the week. We hope that you enjoy this teaching. For more information about this message and other resources, visit mylighthouse.church. Over the past several weeks, we have discussed some, some really important issues, some pertinent issues that, that many people walk through, and there are many challenges. Unfortunately, I, I believe that many, uh, many churches um, haven't really spent a lot of time discussing uh, depression, anxiety, self-worth, as we have done the past several weeks. But I want to say this. Just because we are finishing this series, that doesn't mean the conversation ends. Just because we're putting a, you know, a, a conclusion on this series, that that's not the end of it. That, that we are still a part of this. And, and if there are challenges that you're walking through, that doesn't mean that, okay, um, that's the end of it and we're not going to talk about it again. But this is the beginning of a discussion. That, that even though we are coming to an end, I believe God has started something in your life and it will continue that to the end. You know, I believe there are individuals that, that God is working on and working through on some of these very important issues. I hope that this series has unlocked some things for you, whether it's things that you have been walking through personally, some challenges that you've gone through, or if you just have a better understanding of individuals that, that suffer through depression or anxiety or, as we talked about, even self-worth and self-value, that many of these things we struggle with silently. That it's not something that you walk up to somebody and say, hey, nice to meet you, I struggle with depression. Or, hey, nice to meet you, I, I get locked up in fear because of the, the anxious moments that I have. It's a silent battle that many face. And I hope that this has opened the door. It's opened the conversation to begin as we walk through this and as you walk through this. Today I want to conclude talking and understanding the victory and the hope that we have in Jesus. I know that there are many that struggle with these various issues. And I know there are individuals that struggle even with having victory in Christ while you struggle with these issues. That how can I have victory? How can I have the hope when I struggle with this on a daily basis? How can I, how can I live this victorious life that, that God has promised me, but, but yet it's still there? That the depression is still there, the anxiety is still there. I believe this, this, that it's very important for all of us to understand is there is a difference between having moments of depression where there is, the, a, the, as many Christian authors, a dark night of the soul and you have uh, walked through a season in your life of, of depression or darkness. There are times that we're anxious over things and it's normal to be anxious. It's normal when, when an event happens and there's an unexpected outcome that you're anxious. I don't know how, can I, can I be completely transparent with you this morning? As we were worshiping, the, I, 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 you know, every week you know, my heart is, God, I want to hear what you're doing. Holy Spirit, I want to hear what you're speaking to the church. I want to hear what, what you have. If you want me to say something, whatever that may be. And, and my mind kept going back to that air conditioner. How are we going to, if, okay, that's an unexpected result. That's an unexpected outcome. My expectation of today, I was going to come to church. We're going to turn the lights on. We're going to worship God, and it's going to be an amazing day. But I get here. The lights are flickering on and off. Uh, Holy Spirit, you're really here today. This is amazing. <laughs> Woo, this is going to be awesome. I'm waiting for light bulbs to just start busting through here. And then the light comes on, and everything's great. And then all of a sudden, it's awful warm in here. And the air conditioner's not working. And so now that's an unexpected result. I'm anxious because I'm thinking processing as the pastor of the church. Man, I don't know if that's going to be an easy fix or if that's going to be several thousands of dollars. 
But it's, it's normal to think through those things. But I trust in God and I know everything will work out. Because everything leading up to that, we've had how many other air conditioners go out? Every single one that we have on this property has gone out. Even the one at the parsonage has gone out since we've been here. And guess what? It's all worked out. So it's normal to have anxious thoughts, to go through. This is an unexpected result. It's normal to go through those things. However, there are individuals that suffer greatly, daily, weekly, through the years, and walking through depression or anxiety, whatever it may be. And so it's understanding that these are disorders that people work through and walk through. And I know there's a lot of discussion within church circles and even the medical community about how to treat people that have severe depression or anxiety. Should it be medication? Should it just be the Bible? Should it just be scripture? Should it just be counseling? Now, there are those that say that the word of God is enough. That's all you need. You just simply need the word of God. You don't need medication. You don't need counseling. My perspective is this, that it can be one or the other, and it can be both and. I believe, hear me, I believe in the transformational power of God's word. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit healing individuals. I believe firmly what the word of God says. I know that as we read through scripture, it can reveal things to us and it can provide healing and provide hope to us. It can shine light in areas in our, in our lives that we wouldn't otherwise see. I believe in the power of God to heal. We have seen God do that in our midst, in this fellowship. But I also believe that counseling can be a part of that healing process. I believe that a Christian counselor specifically will help you walk through some of these issues while focusing on the Word of God but walking through some of the other challenges that you're facing. I know for some medication may be the answer. It may be a way of healing. But as I said before, I believe that anyone that walks down the road of medication, that you do it with prayerful consideration, that you give thought and you seek counsel on it because obviously there are side effects to that. But just because you're a Christian and you take medication, that doesn't mean that you're any less of a Christian or that you have no, not, enough, not enough faith in your life. But again, I stress the importance of seeking counsel before any medication. But today, again, I want to focus on the hope and the encouragement that we have that you may be walking through one of these areas in your life, whether it be depression, anxiety, or low self-worth, or whatever it may be. The, the challenge is that you may find it hard to balance the two. I know what God's word says, that I am victorious, but yet I still struggle with this. I, I, I know what God has called me to be, but yet this is still something I walk through. I know what Philippians 4, 6, and 7 says. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, in prayer and supplication, and with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Yes, I know what that verse says, and, and I hold on to that verse, and I know what 1 Peter 5, 7 says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Those two are powerful verses. Those are wonderful reminders of who we are in Christ and what God offers to us. But those that struggle and walk through these challenges, those are ones that you find difficulty holding on to because you know what the word says and right after you read it or right after you pray it, the, the thoughts may creep back into your mind and so you struggle. Do I not have enough faith? Does God not care about me? Has he forgot about me? 
What is wrong with me? Why do I feel this way? Why can't I cast all my anxiety? Why do I read that and I have encouragement for a moment, but then three hours later, boom, it comes flooding back. The struggle is there. And you may be walking that. This may sound really familiar to you today. Because the battle can be fierce and the struggle can be hard. You struggle with condemnation. Because you know that Christ is your victor, that he is your rescuer, he is your rock, he is your shepherd, he is your king, but yet these thoughts enter your minds. You feel anxious. How can I have this victory? Being reminded of John 3, 17, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. But I still feel this way. I still feel that because I have these thoughts and I struggle with this, that, that, that I live in this condemnation, that, that I'm not living the life that God wants me to live. And the key is to remind yourself that he did not come to condemn you. He came to save you. You see, there's a key distinction between condemnation and conviction. Condemnation leads to death. Conviction leads to life. Condemnation leads to death. Conviction leads to life. Let me unpack this for just a moment. You see, condemnation is more than just a feeling. It's a status. Condemnation means that when you stand before God, you will be judged. Condemnation means that your sins will be judged. And if you have not given your life over to Christ, condemnation means you are separated from God for all eternity. That's what condemnation says. Conviction, on the other hand, is so much more than that. Conviction offers life for the believer. You see, many times you'll hear people say, well, man, I was convicted by the Holy Spirit. I was, I was convicted because of something I said or something I did. And, 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 and when I was younger in church, I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I understand what it means. Like, it means that you're challenged. But, like, what is conviction? How does, like, how do you, how do you explain that to someone? Conviction is an understanding that, that you may be found guilty of a sin, that yes, you did commit that, that you did go outside of God's word and what he calls us to live a holy life, but you are not sentenced to the judgment of God for those sins. Conviction allows us life to realize we are living outside of what God has for our lives. Condemnation is a state of being that you will be judged for your sins. Conviction is, yes, you are guilty of doing that, but you have freedom in Christ, that your sins are forgiven. Yes, you are guilty, but you are forgiven. You see, the Holy Spirit gives us loving discipline. Conviction can often feel like condemnation, but it's not. For the life of the believer, conviction is simply, I need to change my attitude. I need to change my actions. The Holy Spirit has shown something in me. And, and so many times people walking through depression or anxiety, whatever, may, they may feel like they're walking in condemnation. But if you are a believer, you are not walking in condemnation because Jesus didn't come to condemn you. He came to save you. It may be thoughts of conviction because I know what the word of God says, but I still feel this way. It's not condemnation. It's conviction. But you still struggle. You struggle with that. You may not feel that you have the victory, that you know what God, the word of God says. But I promise you today that you do have victory in your life. While you may struggle with these thoughts, while you may walk through dark nights of the soul, while you may 
walk through anxious moments where you are frozen, where you feel like you can't even get out of bed, you still have victory. Pastor, I don't, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know if I can actually go out. Track with me for just a moment, please. You see, the more that you go through this, this struggle, the more that you face this battle, you can actually see how God is leading you to a closer relationship with him. Because through this lens of seeing his word, seeing it acting out in your life, that it's drawing you closer to him. Because when you are facing these times, you're calling out to him. You're reaching out to him. God, I need more of you. I need you in my life. So through these battles, while you feel and you're struggling that you are far away from God, you are actually getting closer to him. Because he is your source and he is your strength. Because if you were just to simply do it on your own, you probably would not be alive today. But God has given you the power and he has given you the strength to even be in this room today. The reality of mental illness in the life of the Christian is not evidence of defeat. Let me say that again. Mental illness in the life of a Christian does not mean you are defeated. It's an opportunity for kingdom victory. It's an opportunity for God to reveal himself to you and through you to other people. While you pray, while you wait for healing, be content that you are moving forward. Be content that you are able to do something today that you weren't able to do yesterday. That you're able to hold on to the word of God. To create an understanding for those who have never experienced what you go through, but to be there to support them. There are many people in, 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 in church, and that's why I love the church so much for various reasons, but that we can share what we're going through. That we can identify with other people, and we don't even realize what, we're, what other people have gone through. But while you're waiting and while you're walking through this, I bet you've been an encouragement to somebody you didn't even realize it. That you have spoken into somebody's life. God is using you. That is victory. That is hope that you can hold on to. One of the key things in all of this is the need and the opportunity for us to have right thinking. And so I, it's, I, I encourage not even those that may struggle through some of these, these issues, but for all of us to focus on what is right, to focus our minds on what is true, to commit ourselves to learning the, and practicing the discipline and man, managing our thought life by the power of the Holy Spirit. I am fully convinced that if we grab a hold of our thought life, that we keep it in line with the word of God and what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, that we will find more and more victory, that we will have more and more hope. See, you may be here today and you're expecting God to answer your prayer one way, but your victory may not always come the way you anticipate. The answer to our prayers don't always happen the way that we expect. That's why I love hearing from missionaries. I love hearing from people that, that are, are, are advancing the gospel and doing things for God. And, and they have these needs and, and they're praying and they're seeking God. And, and God answers it. And, and almost inevitably they say, but God didn't answer it the way I thought he was going to. God came through in a completely different way. And you may be waiting for victory. You may be waiting for something to happen. But God is going to do it completely different than you expected. It may happen today in, a, in an instant that, boom, it's gone. Those thoughts are gone. The darkness fades away. The worry is gone. But your victory actually may come one small step at a time. 
You may have had days that were full of darkness, and then you realize, wow, I, I have a, a better perspective on life now. I didn't even realize it that, you know, it's like progressively when lights get, you know, dim. If somebody's just barely dimming the light, you don't even realize it. It's like the old analogy of the, the, the frog in a, in a pot. You know, it won't realize that it's getting hot before it's, it's toast. You just don't realize it. But maybe God is doing something in you and you don't even realize, oh, the water got hot. God, you're doing something in me. I, I, I didn't even realize it that, you know, two weeks ago, I couldn't even get out of bed. And now I'm actually sitting in my living room drinking coffee. Small steps, interacting with people, even just saying hi to somebody, that is a small step of progress. Progress is a victory no matter how small the, no matter how small the, the step may be. One of the best ways we can keep our faith strong to keep our thinking right is by worshiping and praising God. You see, when you worship and you praise God, you can't focus on anything else. If you're truly worshiping, and that's where this morning I was thinking, God, I, I want to worship you, but, oh, that air conditioner. But then I had to get everything else. I got, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to focus on that because I wasn't worshiping him. I was just saying words. But then the conviction of the Holy Spirit came in. I'm not going to worry about that. God, I am here to worship you. I am here to praise you. Prior to that moment, I wasn't worshiping God. Words were coming out of my mouth. So I encourage us to worship God, to put him first, to truly worship him, because it is next to impossible to think negatively, to face the challenges that you're walking through and be thankful at the same time. But when we're focused on God and we're worshiping him, something changes Something happens. Your focus changes. That we begin to realize just how blessed we are. And what God is doing in our lives. You see, worshiping God is a key to victory. Praising him. Allowing moments for us to cast all of our cares on him. All our anxieties on him. Can happen through worship. And I know it's a little warm in here today. But I want to spend a few moments and worship him, to truly worship him. I believe God has started something good in your life. And he's going to see it to its completion. Philippians 1, 6, 6, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. God has begun a good work in your life. And he's going to see it all the way through. There may be challenges along the way. There might there just might be a few dark days. But I promise you that you are walking in victory because of Christ Jesus. You may not even feel the victory, but you're walking in it. So if you would stand this morning. I've been open. I've been transparent with you. I, I, I just admitted to the entire church that the first part of worship, I wasn't worshiping God. Anybody else willing to admit that this morning? You don't have to raise your hand. But I wasn't. I was focusing on something else. Something that I could not change and I cannot change. I can't do anything about that right here, right now. But I am here for a purpose. I'm here to worship Him. I'm here to give Him praise. I'm here to give Him honor. And I know He's going to work out everything else. 
So you may be here today and your, your, your challenge is something else. That Your struggle may be something else. It's not an air conditioner. It's not something and whatever it may be. And I, I don't mean to belittle anything that you're walking through, comparing it to an air conditioner. I really don't. It's just a very appropriate analogy for this morning. But can we focus on him this morning and praise him for the victory that we have, that we are not walking in condemnation, but that we are walking in victory because of Christ Jesus. That his death signified so much for our life. And to give him praise for that today. I promise that maybe you walked in with a negative mindset or, a, or even a bad attitude or whatever it may be. But I pray over the next few seconds that if you get your mind focused totally on him, all that stuff's going to fade away. That we will, we'll, like I said a few moments ago, that we'll just walk in this, this, this crashing love of God. That it will just surround us and we'll forget about everything else. That's my hope and that's my prayer as we sing through this song. But first, I want to pray. Father, over the next few moments, I pray our hearts would be open to you. Lord, I pray any distraction would be gone in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that we see the victory that we have for every single person in this room today. May we know that we are walking in freedom, that we are walking in victory. Despite what our feelings may say, we know your truth. We know the word of God and we stand on it today. And we give you praise today. We want to blow the roof off of this house with worship to our God, to our King. You are everything we need. God, be glorified in this place today. And everyone says, Amen. Thanks for listening to the message of the week. If you've enjoyed this teaching, would you consider a gift to support the ministry of FLC? Visit mylighthouse.church forward slash give. Faith Lighthouse Church is located at 3409 Paul Buckman Highway in Plant City, Florida. Our weekly worship services are held on Sundays at 11 a.m. We also have various life groups and programs for all ages that meet throughout the week. We'd love for you to be a part of what God is doing in Plant City.